Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to the Pleasure and Prosperity Podcast. I'm your host, Laura McPhee, and this show is here to support you in increasing the pleasure, joy, and orgasmic bliss in your life while you prosper in your business, finances, and relationships. If you're a coach, healer, light worker, entrepreneur, seeker, high achiever, or spiritual human on this planet, welcome home. And thank you for all the work that you do in the world. This podcast is here to nourish and feed you all along your journey. You'll receive lots of gold nuggets when I vulnerably share my personal experiences, especially in the bedroom, because sexual energy is powerful, pure, creative, life force energy that created us all. We'll also clear out limiting beliefs that have been holding you back so that you can easily align to your heart's desires and we can all co-create new paradigms and a better world together. It's my intention to create a community of love, support, understanding, and open-hearted communication, as well as repair, as we all walk together on this journey as imperfect human beings here to create amazing, positive ways of change. So if I ever say anything harmful, please share your feedback with me on Instagram at pleasure and prosperity so that I can clean it up and do better. I believe that we deserve to have it all as we rise together serving the world from our overflow and being the change we wish to see. I am so excited to be on this journey with you and to dive into today's episode. Hello loves and we have a special guest today with us Tammy as we talk about emotional leadership and embodiment for authentic leaders. I am so excited that you're here today Tammy. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me here Laura. It's my pleasure. So Tammy is a self-love embodiment guide, psychosomatic therapist, speaker, coach, and healer who supports authentic leaders to create impact without exhaustion and self-sacrifice. So I love your work in the world. Thank you so much for coming on today to share it with us. Do you want to give everyone a little bit of a background about you? Sure, I love to, Laura. Like, I'm really passionate about my work because I get to help people create the impact and influence they're reaching out for without that exhaustion and self sacrifice. This is such a big part of my journey. And yeah, to just, I lived basically majority of my beginning this way, basically giving up my, my body, who I was, my voice. Um, and it's a painful journey. And this is you know, really big reason of why I do what I do. Mm-hmm. And that a lot of returning back to who we are and to a deeper self love to embody that within ourselves, mm-hmm. opens up to us to alignment for who we are and creating what we want at the same time. So to me, that's like a huge win. <laughs> Yay! Oh, that's so, so, so good. So everyone in this episode, we're going to talk about how you can learn how your face and body is the embodiment of your thoughts and emotions and how it created the shape that you're in. We're going to also talk about how you can discover the ultimate connection between living your soul's work and how this is expressed in your body 
And finally, how self-love is the portal to heal a paradigm of self-sacrifice, scarcity, and also global pain. So I love all of these topics. And do you want to get us started with how our face and body and all those pieces work? Because I know that's what like super intrigued me in the like mastermind that we're in. I was like, ooh, I'm like, I've been in this world for several years and I have not heard of any like face body analysis, this modality. So do you want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, that's beautiful. Like, it's true. Like, I actually tried to um, Google that for myself to find someone, a psychosomatic therapist near me, and I actually mm-hmm. nothing came up. It's really interesting like <laughs> yeah. that. But yeah, that is really amazing as our body is like, uh, shows us everything, our emotional history, mm-hmm. um, all the subconscious patternings that we've uh, carried through. And um, it's, it's like a beautiful way to... Um, really come back home if you will Mm -hmm. and it's like every single like how your eyes are the size of them like where your Mm. ears are situated on your your beautiful (laughs) face the shape of your face and how your eyebrows like everything says something about who you are and it says um yeah like how you became and created the shape that you're in there's no coincidence if someone's on the thinner end and someone's on the larger end or Mm -hmm. someone's on the muscular end it all comes back to yeah our journey from childhood wow so cool (laughs) it is is super cool i'm really it's always so fun to do this so yeah i'm i'm yeah please please ask away if you want to know something in particular i'm happy to share (laughs) awesome i love that and i love when we like learn these new things i'm thinking back to like i don't know 2015 when i took my first like coaching course when i could then like people watch and make guesstimates of like what was going on in their world what they were acting out and it's so interesting to like see little bits of people and to be able to like know so much of their history. And now with like my erotic blueprint certification, I can like people watch or like get to know someone really quickly and be like, Hmm, you're probably essential. Ooh, you're an energetic, like to get to know a little bit deeper of who they are with these lenses of our modalities. So I'm so excited to learn more about this one. <laughs> yeah. It's actually very versatile in a sense, like people, you could use it for finding the right fit in uh, a corporate job or like in business, Mm. how you would go about talking to someone based on their face shape and what you sort of, you know, what jumps out from their face. So, but for me, my passion is to help someone return to the truth of who they are. That's a big part of my mission to help people embody self-love and compassion Mm. and return to the truth of who they are. And so, um, yes, it's about um, reading the face and body, Mm. but the beautiful part that I love to journey people into is helping them see like their left side of the face, which is their inner world, the private world, and mm-hmm. also the right side of the face, which is their public world, what they, um, how they are on the outside. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And helping someone see the um, any misalignments or disconnection, but from the two, mm-hmm. because um, it's it's I basically split the left two left sides of the face together. Mm-hmm. And I place them together and same with the right side. And I, I essentially help someone journey back into themselves. And often it becomes emotional experience. And um, one of my pet peeves is doing face reading just to get information. Like for me, face mm-hmm. reading or analysis is to help someone connect emotionally to themselves. Because otherwise it becomes another quiz on the internet. And it's just like right. another, oh, that's cool. And then we move on. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, um, um, yeah, I'm passionate about this piece of helping someone actually um, 
release the numbed out minimizing aspects and this is you this is your body like and um yeah that's the beautiful piece I love to help people journey back to so I love that. And I totally got an insight. I learned palmistry several years ago. Like I didn't offer it for clients, but I loved learning it for me. And I had a super soul sister friend who was offering all these courses. So I was just like, Ooh, I want to learn more about it. And I know that it can be a really like not fun experience as readers when people are just like, just like, tell me the answer, tell me the future versus like the inward journey where it's like, no, this is modality that supports you and going deeper and you and creating like transformation change. So that's like very interesting to me. And then like, also we're not stuck. Like your hand can change, your body can change. So I'm not sure how much you see that in people's like face and stuff, but I'd assume like with wrinkles and stuff like that, like our face and our dynamics of how tall one ear is versus the other could potentially change. Yes, it definitely could, Laura, because we're ever evolving beings. Yes. Um, and this is another beautiful thing about face analysis is that it really helps you measure where you're at with things and get really authentic and real with yourself. Because oftentimes it's easy to go like, you know what, I've hit this level of success and yeah, I'm okay now. I just got to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and after a while, it it becomes like, I don't know, like flat and there's like a like feeling like something's missing. You don't feel fully fulfilled. And this is the next step of your evolution. And, and it's hard to put a finger on that sometimes, right? Like mm. it's like a knowingness. You can't really put words on it. So we just keep on going on this like treadmill of what had worked before. And we forget that we need to involve. That's just a big part of our our soul's journey, why our body is the vehicle for us to express that, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, like there's some people that actually have a face analysis and even as short, like two weeks later, because the body knows and the body doesn't lie, it's listening to what is being said. Mm-hmm. And when you receive the information, your body naturally wants to bring alignment to self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yes, so someone's face reading could significantly change if they're really in that place of readiness to shift already right um yeah you know what I mean so yeah yeah it's really cool (laughs) and like sometimes people do a ton of inner work and they like immediate look like brighter and lighter and happier and more like of themselves it's like oh they were like there was a heaviness or dense energy before so I can totally see how that would all like be really powerful (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I think like we all have like one body, one face this lifetime. It's really, mm-hmm. I feel like it's really important part of our personal development. If you know, one of our, your values are like growth and commitment to that growth mm-hmm. to really sort of understand who you are at a deep level. I mean, anyway, that's part of everyone's journey. But I mean, I'm probably biased because we only have one body. We need to get to know it. Yes. <laughs> so, I totally agree. So if someone is like totally new to this, could they look in the mirror right now and see like their right and their left and be like, oh, like there's a big incongruency of one or the other, like a big difference. Would that be something that they could just like see right off? Yeah. You know what? Uh, That's the first thing I ask someone is that when you, Mm. can you, first of all, can you look at yourself in the face? Like, do you look in your, at yourself in the face, right? Like really when, and when you look at your face, what jumps out? Like what is something you have judgment towards? Ooh, good question. What is something that, yeah, you really like, I really love this part of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another part that you're really resisting or um, 
yeah, feeling a lot of criticalness towards. And so that's where I start because this is your inner knowing already speaking about the parts that need a deeper healing. Mm. Um, It is more obvious for some people, right? It depends where you are at in your journey and Mm. Mm self-awareness and like just something like simple. It's like the clarity of our skin really speaks a lot about our ability to clearly see and know ourselves. Mm. Right. So just understanding, just looking at our skin and, um, is it glowing? Um, is it, does it feel one side is darker than the other side? Cause that definitely mm-hmm. comes up too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, are there like more, is there more redness in certain parts of our face? Like, yeah. So oh it gosh. really highlights what, and like, cause if something's red, it's kind of more pronounced, like it's happening now. Whereas something that is like imprinted as darkness is something that's been ongoing for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so even something simple like that, right? You're you're essentially doing a mini face reading. It's just that it's um yeah, that's the sort of the beginner self-knowing, you know, kind of piece of it. That's so cool. So when you do your readings, do you make sure that people are like naked in their face, like that they've just like washed their face and haven't put on like a ton of makeup? <laughs> well, it's interesting. I, I you know, before COVID, I was doing in person, but I I mm-hmm. love doing online because I get people to take a picture of their face and send it to me. And I find like, because I can zoom in, (laughs) I can see way more than if I just looked at you now here, you know, on our little screen here, Mm because even though you put your face really close, it's just like things just don't look as, um, yeah, zoomed in for me. And you see lines that you don't see, like, so I'm, I like to, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty like, um, thorough. (laughs) So I like to kind of look at everything and you know obviously go with my intuition with what is going to make the biggest transformation for the other person you know mm-hmm. um but yeah like so um like even like our our hair and how we wear our hair says a lot like our hair mm-hmm. is our antenna to sort of the etheric world and our connection our sensitivity mm-hmm. it's also a relationship with ourself like how we you know how we take care of our hair do we always wear it tied back mm-hmm. you know it's like how do we part our hair like all these things say something yeah it is it is really cool and it's it's like subconsciously sometimes we might think oh yeah I heard this because I yeah I got scraped here or whatever right Mm -hmm. but there's no coincidence if you got scraped there or it's a pattern especially right it actually says something about um something subconsciously that you're actually processing through that you're not necessarily looking at interesting or you are looking at it but it's it still needs your attention you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's still calling you like our you know we always hear our body communications always trying to tell us stuff right it's yeah. it's like another layer of knowing it and um and obviously I I am totally about empowering people to come back to their intuition to connect with self mm-hmm. and it's also nice to have a blueprint right because um, yeah. our body is the body healing blueprint yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is so fascinating. I have like a million questions now. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, just go with it. Whatever feels right. I'm totally yeah. open. Like, because like in the movies, for example, if there's like an uptight woman, they have her with her hair pulled back or in a bun and then she'll like fall in love and then they'll put her hair more like loose down. And then by the end of it, she has like free flowing, beautiful, super long, luxurious hair. So in my brain, I'm like, there's definitely societal stuff that I've attributed to that. But I'm curious with an expert here, what's the reality of people who do have their hair like super tight pulled back versus letting it just flow? Um, well, I, I first thing I do is being really curious on their experience of that and what 
um, mm-hmm. meaning they put on it. But generally mm-hmm. speaking, like usually people put their hair back. Like it's like we put our hair back so we could get in there and do something. Mm-hmm. However, if we're wearing it like all the time like that, pulled back, it's mm-hmm. it's um, what it does is it creates a bit of a tightness in the back of your head. Right. And it creates that tightness in your head. You know what I mean? Literally. And so, um, yeah, like it's 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 nothing wrong with wearing your hair that way. It's just like, are you doing it all the time? And what is the underlying energetic intention? Um, And a lot of times, but that that is the energy, like if you're intentional with it. And this is, okay, uh, this is my intention. I want to get my hair back and get messy and in there or whatever, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and then there's a place where you want to, like, go into your feminine energy and really play with your hair and feel, like, you could just feel the difference, right? Yeah. That connection with your emotion and how it feels in yourself and then obviously being conscious with doing the thoughts. And, yeah, so it's all it's all related, you know? It's mm-hmm. not, um, and it's, I find that's why it's important to have a dialogue with someone because there's the reading and knowingness behind what it means. And then it's also someone's um, an underlying intention, either whether it's conscious or subconscious, that makes a huge difference as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, something that sort of, came up for one of my clients like so she she had like hair that was basically growing quite a bit into the mental space like the top of her face Mm -hmm. and so it was like actually clouding the way she was able to see and handle a problem because it's narrowing her mindset Mm -hmm. and so I invited her to actually um yeah actually take off Mm -hmm. some of the hair Mm -hmm. and it's like you can feel the difference noticeably and she like almost for her she because she's quite energetic already Mm -hmm. just like because sometimes we work things at energetic level thoughts and emotions but not at the body level and so it's just like anything right you work on the mindset but you don't work on the emotions it's it's like um there's a missing piece right? right and so when we actually adjust those things on her face that um, she was able to know um, how to uh, approach and had openness to approach a really difficult situation within her marriage, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, so it, it's it's really uh, the body, mind, heart, soul connection is one. It's not separate. Right. Yeah. Very cool. So there's not like general pieces where it's like people who part their hair on the left tend to be more X, Y, Z, or people who part it on the right tend to be more another thing. <laughs> Yeah, like, I mean, generally speaking, like if someone's parting their hair on their on their left and covering, and it depends how they wear it. Do they part it that way? And how does it fall on their face? And how do they relate to it when so I'm, I'm speaking to them? How do they, how are they relating to their hair? And so generally, if you're parting on the left, you might feel definitely a little shyness with it showing up uh, with your letting your inner world express. Um, but it also depends on, you know, all those things I'm talking about. And um it's, it also has to do with how um, even the hairline and how that comes into play, right? So it's, it's yeah, there is sort of general cut and dry about like hiding pieces, like especially someone who's wearing bangs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely hiding a big part. Usually when I, I see someone that wears bangs and I get them to push it up, they have very big crown chakra. <laughs> Like they're like they're blocking around blocking their own connection because of whatever trauma there is or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, because now I'm like thinking back to different times in my life. Like um, in 2018, for example, I went to like Life and Wealth Master, and I was like totally in my ego being like I'm gonna be such a clean channel who like I cut out like sugar and all the things and I was doing all the detox and doing um at Life and Wealth Mastery do like 
a juice fast where you do like juice I think for five of the days and we get slowly on like we had on the sixth day like a salad for breakfast and I've never been more excited to eat a salad in my life because it's like we're getting like real food again (laughs) (laughs) but like that was super intense for my body and then like my hair started to fall out so I needed my hairstylist to do something different with my hair and part it on a different side so I'm like ooh, that was like a hugely transformational journey and it was like annoying to me what was happening to my hair and it was annoying to me that he had to like flip it the other way and I was gonna have to do my hair the other side (laughs) yeah yeah it's true right like because like anything when we're shifting into a new beingness we're kind of like uncomfortable with it right Hmm. it's like you got to integrate the other pieces like very much like um, someone can have pain on their hand mm-hmm. and they address it at a structural level but when they don't deal with emotions mm-hmm. like the same thing kind of keeps on popping up yeah. and um yeah it's it's like it's emotional like things that are trapped in our body a lot of times it's, it's trapped energy you know unintegrated emotions it's creating um yeah basically something that is stuck that affects uh, how we feel about ourselves because our body actually um what's held in the body actually tells us how we're feeling Mm -hmm. but it's like the subconscious the language is actually emotions right yeah so the way we hold our body affects how we feel and then sometimes we do things according to how we feel Mm -hmm. and it really takes um a quality of distinction and trust in self and our intuition to make that distinction whether is this how i feel because i don't want to do something uh, versus if this is what who i choose to be yeah Mm. This is so, so, so good. So how can they utilize some of this information with the piece around doing their soul's work and having it expressed in their body versus in their life and all of that? Yeah, like let's step into this connection with the the soul's work as being expressed through our body because, um, I mean, even down to numerology, our body is actually um, like our our birth dates and that actually has a connection to um, different chakras in our body that we're so chose to work through. Yeah. And so it's very much, um, yeah, and all the challenges that we have at this level, um, at, at our soul level and what we're meant to do in this world also is affecting our body and the chakras that are um, connected to that. Mm-hmm. And so a big part of this um, soul expression in our body is that if we're not living our soul's work, over time, it develops into chronic conditions, psychosomatic illnesses. And so, um, I mean, obviously, this is not something mainstream that people talk about. And however, there's more and more people talking about this now and, and being um, yeah, face and body reader and helping people connect with this. I've seen it. It's it's where everything is right. And when they're not doing that soul's purpose, it's like spiritual depression. Yeah, it's a loss of self. Mm. And you won't be happy. Yeah, it's all related, right? Like, mm. <sighs> And so, like, I feel like this may be a great segue to talk about the, yeah, let's take a deep breath there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially for anyone who's feeling that. (sighs) Yeah, it's like imbalance in in your physical body is like physical illness and and emotional. It's kind of, you know, exhaustion or you know, unhappiness and things like that. But when it comes to the soul, it's a loss of self, mm. loss of purpose, loss of direction. Mm. And we are on this earth for a reason. And I know that if you're attracted to this podcast, this is so important for you. And 
really allow yourself to feel into that like allow yourself to feel fully and this is the emotional leadership mm -hmm. it's time to not run away from self and allow ourselves to really feel the pain because we need to journey through the pain to step into the light. There's no way around it. And your purpose is on the other side of that. <laughs> a deeper purpose, a deeper knowingness. When you can feel more of you, you're vibrant. You open up energetic alignment. You start to attract things you want. And this is a big piece of what... I like love supporting people with mm -hmm. and I, I actually do this exercise and I show them like what is it that you want to create what is your affirmation or statement like you want to be six-figure coach and I, I get them to go into the beingness of that and I actually mm -hmm. test their energy field and show them is it shrinking or is it expanding mm -hmm. because when we keep on pushing and doing overworking and doing all these things yet you're energetically pushing it away mm -hmm. like that is very not efficient. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's like you're hurting yourself, you're sacrificing, and we just need to slow down and hear our heart. Mm -hmm. <sighs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that this is coming up. Is there like a little taste tester you could give us of that for anyone who is like, I don't know if I'm pushing too hard. I just know that I'm like not in the right place and I want to be more on purpose right now. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I will, I will highlight something in your your body that you can sort of assess. Um, it's 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 difficult because this is the body, and we're not on video, and, and mm -hmm. obviously we're on Zoom and all these lovely stuff. But um, yeah, like I would just like like stand up and take a spin around, and then just land and stand how you normally would stand. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you're doing counterclockwise or clockwise. Like essentially, I just want you to do like two or three spins, you know and make sure you're safe in your environment and mm -hmm. just land how you normally stand and just like check in is this how i normally stand and then i want you to look down into onto your feet and just notice how your feet are standing and you could do this several times um you could take a picture do it again to just make sure this okay this feels right mm -hmm. and take a picture and then compare the pictures as your is your um, left foot pointing like forward is it is it um, off to the left side is it sort of landing inside like to maybe turned inwards towards the middle of your body or is it turned outwards and to what degree mm. because when our, our foot point alone is not straight it's telling us that we're not on purpose mm. um, and this is um, yeah and if, if you're in the degree that your foot is not sort of pointing forward to the left, you're, you're essentially off purpose. Mm. And, um, and I, I, and I just notice how does that play out in your personal life? Like how do you stand when you're in your personal life and how do you stand when you're going about your business? Mm -hmm. And I understand that, you know, a lot of times we're sitting in front of the computer, but like just allow yourself to start to connect to your body just give yourself like some space to really like see yourself even in these little moments right mm -hmm. and and how do I walk even around my house and how do I sit and like how does my feet normally stand mm -hmm. am I crossing my legs like um so 
this is like a simple exercise just just to give you context of if you're on purpose and um, how often are you staying there because you're constantly moving and evolving and notice if you are on purpose with yourself in the different situations of life mm. and perhaps if you are not um, you know it's not pointing straight maybe there's a place in your personal life but your business is going awesome you know what our business and personal life is all one mm. there is no separation <laughs> right <laughs> right and so same thing our body mind heart soul connection you know everything is one mm. So yeah, it's just a little um, exercise that helps you see where you're at. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, start connecting with your body. Yeah. <laughs> mm, so important. And one thing that's coming through is like, what diseases or things that like don't feel good in your body have you attributed as just like normal? Because I know that was something for me when I was in the corporate world. I just thought migraines were normal. And like my mom had them and my granny had them. So it was just like, oh, this is just like what women in this family do. And when I left corporate, I would go like a year, year and a half without any migraines. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like migraines are like big wake up calls for me or like a big stop for something in my world. And it's been very interesting to see like with my clients and people who... I'm just like interacting with in my world that they're like, oh, there's this thing. And they'll give an excuse or a reason for it instead of like owning, like I'm co-creating this. Like there's something in me, inside of me that I can like shift or change. And for example, like crossing legs, I used to have really bad period pain. And then I started doing 90 minute massages every three weeks in Cairo. And I've consciously done the work to like have my feet land on the ground <laughs> and stop crossing my legs, stop crossing my legs, stop crossing my legs. And I've gone multiple periods without period pain where it's like, it's not normal for our body to be in a state of dis-ease, even if it has been normalized in our family dynamics or out in like the world. Yes. And, and so beautiful. Um, yeah, it's exactly, it's things that come up in our body and also things that come up in our family and that mm -hmm. you are essentially on that path of healing, healing your family lineage in many ways, you know? <sighs> It's, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like something like my migraines, headaches, like chronic headaches, maybe it's not even a migraine, like having chronic headaches and having chronic stress and exhaustion mm -hmm. and making it okay. Like that, ha this is a paradigm we're working against. This is like right. the culture where we live in that tells us it's okay. Mm -hmm. And if you're, you're, I believe if you're attracted to Laura, you, mm -hmm. you know, that this is not right right <laughs> right and and it's like just but and knowing and doing is totally different knowing it and living it and being it right and, and there's that trap as well because you could talk about it at the yin yang mm -hmm. and if you're you're not actually living it and being it mm -hmm. and embodying it right when you're lying to yourself and i mean that with love yes mm -hmm. you know like don't make these little things. And, and if you're on the path and you've been doing personal development, like your symptoms may not as be as huge. Like sometimes it's like cancer, autoimmune disease. It could be eczema, like rejecting yourself. Mm. Like even that bunion, like one of the things I, on my journey was that I had a bunion on my left side and this is essentially blocking out our personal power. 
Mm. And, and, um, it's just that through working through all of this, like my, it's, and obviously doing some physical sort of supporting in that, like it's actually starting to go back in, like our body does change, adjust because I'm not living there. I'm not choosing to live there anymore. Mm. And so, yeah, our bodies can change quite a bit. Like, so if you're releasing weight, this is a big one that bothers me, right? You got to work on the emotional stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. And I want to like send so much love to anyone who's on this journey. Cause also a huge part of it is just awareness. Like it is a major step to just be aware. And I know sometimes, especially like previous perfectionist parts of ourselves want it to just like be instantly fixed and want to like the dis-ease or the thing that's bothering us to just like immediately go away and it's also important to know like we are 3d humans on this plane so sometimes we don't have the bandwidth to immediately like overnight fix something so it's just can you be aware of things make teeny shifts over and over and over that the cumulative impact over time will make it better and more easeful and sometimes there are things where you can like shift it instantly which is awesome and amazing but also to like give yourself grace for the times when there might be a bigger thing that's really heavy and has been in your world for decades and decades and big in your family line and all the things it's like give yourself some grace as you are on this healing journey because you are miles ahead of a previous version of yourself who hasn't even woken up to any of this stuff so sending so much love for anyone who's like oh my god there's all these pieces that i'm like becoming aware of and it's like yay celebrating your awareness for one and sending you lots of love on the journey of like your internal guidance system being like ooh shift and change this little piece shift and change or heal this little piece yes like oh thank you for for speaking that into the space laura like Mm. this um this embodiment of self-love and compassion like with compassion and emotional flow you could do anything because even though you make mistakes you have love for yourself to pick yourself back up and say yeah i did it and i could do it better next time and you did awesome and it's like you just have the love for yourself life works yeah when you're not stuck in that space right like of whatever it is self-doubt perfectionism even if you're healing through that compassion is what gives freedom yeah Mm, and and it's it's unfortunate because a lot of people weren't shown what that looked like Mm -hmm. when they were young yeah definitely and i just feel it's important to say that like if you were never given that teaching that modeling as a young child Mm -hmm. like recognize that and just say like i i'm learning i'm choosing to teach myself and i'm learning that right now Mm -hmm. we all got to start somewhere you know yeah Mm. so powerful and i also want to like highlight how important self-love is like even decade plus into this journey and i have mentors who are multiple decades in like we get to keep spiraling upward. It's not like a linear thing where it's like, okay, well, I've graduated from (laughs) self-love. Like as we're talking about bodies change. So as you get older, your body will change. There will be new pieces that you can love yourself more and love yourself deeper. So also like giving yourself a permission slip to do the deeper inner work coming up for you in this moment around self-love instead of being like, oh yeah, I did that early on in my journey. Now I can say, I love you in the mirror. And it's like, I love myself pretty much. Like, it's like, if there's a new space coming up and that we've discussed today, that's like, oh, there's this piece coming up, giving you a total permission slip to 
address it and not feel like you're bad or wrong, that you're at a new level in your spiral upward on your journey of deeper self-love. Yeah. Isn't that the case? Like, thanks for saying that, Laura. It's like, I, I feel like, like heart achievers that has such a big heart and they go and do things and they want to be the authentic leader. It's mm-hmm. like, oftentimes like we, um, high achievers are the ones that actually need more of that self-love because they've gotten used to sometimes replacing it with external achievements and success. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, it's just, yeah, it's just layers. And sometimes what I'm noticing through face readings and getting people to be really truthful, Mm -hmm. it's um, more needed than, than they realize within themselves Mm -hmm. because they can't see it. And, this is why we're meant to grow together, right, Laura? Yeah. And see what we can't see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Mm, so good. Oh, I love this. So I know that you also had another body exercise for us. So do you want to jump into that before we close? Sure. Like, um, yeah. And this, like, this one just, I feel like it gives you a way to sort of experience it in your body mm-hmm. um, in a way that when you're thinking something, like, for example, let's go with... Um, like I, I want a more loving partner. Okay. Mm. So if you're trying to attract more uh, loving partner or loving relationships in your life, right. And yet, um, you're thinking that, and you, you think you're, you're, yeah, you're feeling that. And so if you are like, and I'm going to just give a, a like exaggerated example, if you sort of round your shoulders totally forward, almost like you're hunching in front of the computer, leaning forward a bit, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're in this space where, um, yeah, where we're just going about our day and just allow yourself to breathe in this moment, right? And just like notice how your breath is going through, where it feels restricted, and like just allow yourself to unwind like a centimeter and just keep on breathing as you do this. Notice the breath, notice any restrictions. And then unwind another centimeter. And then keep on going another centimeter. And yet again, until you're, you feel like you're straight. And just in this exercise alone, you could experience the flow of breath, the flow of energy of what you're able to actually open up to and create. And um, the way we sort of round our shoulders is actually our body speaking, there's fear. Like we're feeling a need to cloud into our heart space. And I understand most of us are not there um, necessarily hunched forward. I mean, yeah, Mm -hmm. maybe in front of the computer a bit, but maybe not Mm -hmm. so hunched forward. You know what I mean? And there's Mm -hmm. different variations of this. And in this moment, as you feel like you're sitting straight, pull your shoulders back another notch. Mm -hmm. And feel this opening in the heart space and breathe. And you can play around with your shoulders because some people have shoulders that are structurally always rounded forward and you actually do feel that you are actually straight. And so I invite you wherever you're at to just bring your shoulders forward and notice if that releases any strain on the neck now. Breathe. And so... 
in these little distinctions, like if you're wanting to attract a loving relationship soulmate into your life, yet you're actually subconsciously holding yourself in fear in your body posture. This breath you're allowing in is a direct reflection of the wholeness of what you're able to create and let into your life, into your heart, mm. to embody and to be loved. And it's like, I, you can feel like it's, it's, if it's feeling loosening that tightness on your neck, this gives you information that you've been holding on there, right? Mm. If you notice, if you were able to pull your shoulders back even more, you could feel your heart chakra, you know, your heart almost come forward a tad, right? Mm. Notice how the breath comes in differently. Wherever you're at, these little distinctions really highlight, you know, where you're at. It could be just that two millimeter, as we talked about, right? But it's actually creating that alignment in your thoughts, your emotions, your body, your energy alignment, and the soul. <laughs> yeah. That's all intangible, right? But uh, it's all here and in our body waiting to be expressed. Mm. So I, I, I hope that I was able to sort of paint that picture for you, the connection between all of this and what we want to create. And mm. if we open up more to ourselves, we open up more to what we want to create. Mm -hmm. Let yourself in to you, right? Like. Mm. Oh, this is so beautiful I feel way more open in my heart space like playing with those little like shifts and differences and I'm also like touching my chest because that's one of my embodiment practices like using my fingertips in the center of my chest and slowly moving outward to the outside like that feels like it creates so much space in me oh, too that feels nice <sighs> Especially if you're like energetic, you can do like light, light, light fingertip touches and it just like opens that energy field up and it's like, oh, this feels so blissful and so good. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful because when we're been on the journey, everything just comes in and integrates, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like just an integrating another part of you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. And thank you, because I'm totally doing the work to call in my soul king life partner. And it's like, ooh, there was space in my chest and my body that just like a couple seconds of a shift, like consciously making, ah, makes such a big impact. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and as you're, as you're opened up and breathe, <sighs> notice your ability to stay there, but also notice if you're breathing into your heart and there's something of tightness there, right? Mm -hmm. So just more deeper connections within self. And sometimes that tightness is at the back of the heart or at the side. So it's, it's just coming back to our body. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. <sighs> and yeah, like doing this work on all levels is so important to do. So I love that you brought that up so much because... I've definitely like earlier on in my journey just wanted to like do all the upper chakra work and up in the healing centers and just like open my crown more and call in the things and do all the manifesting and it was way easier for me to do 
the spiritual work than the body work than like moving my body physically or getting attunements in like massage or Cairo or anything like that. Like I would much rather spend a hundred hours doing unconscious limiting belief system clearing or Reiki or something like that than the physical body pieces. But when we marry those all together, cause we are holistic beings, they all flow so much smoother. So thank you for bringing all of this in. Yeah. And I just feel like this piece is important to say is that if we're not in our body, it's really difficult to fully process our emotions and to integrate it at the body level. Yeah. So super important. Like, yeah. Cause I, I get a lot of people that are working on mindset or they're working just energy based and it's really coming back to your body yourself to process the motions where it fully integrates Um, so yeah just want to yeah highlight the importance it's not it's not just communication it's really just coming back to loving yourself and that's through the darkness of the pain that we so want to run away from yeah So sending love to everyone's parts as they're listening to this, as they're being brave and doing this work in any way, shape, or form that you're called to, honoring you so much on your journey. Thank you so much for listening. And for those of you who are feeling called to connect with Tammy, we have some connections in the show notes, but Tammy, do you want to share with them what some next steps could be, where they can find you? Yes, I would, I would love um, to um, gift a deep dive breakthrough session for anyone that, you know, heard this and really resonated it. I believe if you're listening to it and it's calling your heart that um, um, there's presence for me to be held for you. So um, that's what I would like to put out um, to your listeners. Thank you you so much, Laura, for this opportunity. Mm, Um, so, So much connection here with you. Mm, yes uh, and time just flew this is so beautiful thank you thank you thank you for sharing your gifts and your presence and all of your superpowers with us I so appreciate you thank you well received Laura. <laughs> beautiful so we'll send so much love to everyone listening in all the love and light on your journey forward Mwah. bye Bye. Mm, I love this episode and I hope it served you and continues to support you on your journey. If you're feeling called to, I would love for you to share this with a friend, your soul sister, your soul fam, or anyone who needs it. If you're feeling grateful for the show, the best way for you to express your gratitude is to give it a five-star rating and review so that these messages can reach the souls who are ready for them and deeply desire to receive them. Also, be sure to subscribe so you can get even more pleasure and prosperity in your world. I appreciate you and all of your support so much. This mission is so much bigger than me, and I am infinitely grateful to be walking with you and rising the tide together as a whole. I am sending you lots of love and I'll see you next time.